East Coast DNA, another uh, Music Week bonus episode. We have Hearts of Kin, a sibling band. Uh, one thing right off the bat, I'll get you guys to do a little introduction, but when I was reading about your bio, um, it said that you were reunited in Cape Breton. So I'm just going to make an assumption and let you guys fill in the blanks with your own little intro. Probably a COVID thing where you're back home with your family and you guys just started playing together because you were all isolated together. Is it similar story or? It's kind of similar. It, it actually goes back a little further than that. Um, oh. I lived in PEI for the last nearly decade and uh, right before COVID and all that. And when COVID hit, we started doing all the virtual co-writes and all that stuff like everybody's doing and jamming, on, jamming online. But uh we decided just last year, my husband and I decided to sell our home in PEI and move on home so we could make a solid kick at the can here with the, with the band stuff. Yeah, so, so, the, so the pandemic actually was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back that made Danielle and her husband decide this because it was so hard for them to even travel home to yeah. Cape Breton with the, you know, with the travel restrictions. It was like impossible. So they were just like, you know what? We're just moving back home, and they did so, and I'm happy. <laughs> and <laughs> you were you had stayed put in Cape Breton on yourself. I yeah, I haven't left Cape Breton. I live in. I was born in Waterford, and uh, I live in I live in Sydney area now. So yeah, I was just here waiting for her. <laughs> and now you're all set up for Music Week. Then you're just sitting yeah, there waiting, waiting just, for everyone to music, come in around you and have a big party right in yeah, your front yard. Music <laughs> Week came to us. How cool is that? Yeah, very cool. Awesome. So your album that you're out, that you're celebrating now and promoting now is your debut album as well. Yeah. So um, the album that we have out right now it's actually a little five song EP that we released early. It was January 2022. So that one we we hired a local recording studio, LJL Studios, produced that. And uh, you know we're really proud of that one. We've been out you know plugging that one and uh, kind of celebrating. The success of that that was you know our very first sound recording that we ever released uh and now we've kind of got the bug to uh kind of take matters into our own hands so we're already working on our first full-length album that awesome. we're going to be that we're going to be report recording independently in the studio behind sissy there so yes i noticed that just before we start recording there uh, yeah. you got a little studio being built around you as you're sitting there yeah we got a we got a little uh home studio here in the basement um yeah, it's pretty cool. We we built it last year there, just before just around Christmas time, I guess. And we're plugging away this year. We're just about ready to roll out our first single, send that off to the pros for some mixing and mastering all that special sauce they put on it. Mm-hmm. But we're pretty excited. And did the EP like the song Tiny House? The beginning of that where you just go right into Tiny House. <laughs> when I, I listen to the East Coast charts a lot because of the podcast especially so where i listen to them over and over again if there's songs that are on every single week there's some that i will start to go through but that that's right at the beginning of that song so (laughs) i think my daughter's probably heard just tiny house like fifty thousand times in my apartment i love that yeah that's funny because when I started researching, I was like, I know this band. I said, but I, it seems like a name that I've known longer. And then yeah. I, I, when I was going through, I was like, oh, Tiny House. Yeah, yeah. I know that yeah, one. Does. That's us, the Tiny House. I, it must have been the repetition that makes it feel like it was a longer period of time or something. There you go. We hey, just, that's a that, good thing. We'll take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. why not? 
yeah. build your history build your history that way that's right <laughs> so for the that obviously had a lot of traction like i just mentioned that song itself did and then you uh, the throwaway world when did you put that out as a single or is that more of a recent we no, you know what that was actually throwaway world was actually the very first single that we released oh, okay. off the homegrown and actually that one i would say they both tiny house and and, and throwaway world both got a lot of traction but um yeah throwaway world was when that one hit the, the number one spot on the east coast 30 so we were really excited about that and uh, that's the one that we have the only music video that we've yes. set up on youtube too that's throwaway world and uh yeah we had a lot of fun with that one throwaway world just we just celebrated her first birthday because she was out a year oh. on the 3rd of september so we were excited about that through her little birthday party <laughs> did the traction of that ep then like music video and a couple singles out there like did that you're still doing it yourself but do you have other people collaborating with you now like it obviously get you some attention to afford you some opportunities yeah oh for sure we you know we're so excited about the opportunities that started to kind of show up out of the woodwork you know once we once we were finally able to get some music out into the world and uh yeah we, we've got big plans to you know to collaborate with other music music professionals we, we already have uh you know a, a few people who had approached us you know telling us that they were interested in kind of you know putting their little their little stamp on it too so uh yeah we're just we're, we're, we're gonna take it one song at a time depending on what we need and uh we're having a lot of fun and, and learning a lot because we're still we're still so new at this right so and much it, to learn you've earned yourself a showcasing opportunity at music week yeah. you'll, you'll yeah. be playing on the saturday at uh crown of moose yes yep. at 11 11 15 there you go yes. yeah. oh we're so excited so excited about that and do you know the other performers that are on that lineup that night? I, I know most of them seem to be grouped together. In yes. Like-minded bands. A lot of other female artists that night too were excited about that, but um, it's, it should be, it should be a good time. And what was for 2022 then your, besides the fact that you're going to be performing at music week and you have an album in the works, what was your biggest event up till this point? I have a I have a couple in mind, Sissy. There are a couple yeah. of like highlights that I would say. What do you think? I'm thinking them. I'm thinking festivals. We had some really we had some good times at a few festivals this summer that really stood out to us. It was really, it was just such an eye opening experience. Um, yeah. What would you say, Sissy? Uh, I think there's three that stand out in my mind. It started out in April. We had our sold out EP release party downtown for Homegrown. So that was an amazing experience. It was a great way to celebrate the release of the EP. Um, we got an invitation in July to play the Cavendish Beach Music Festival on the Emerging Artist Stage. That was mind blowing. I've, we've been attending that festival for years and uh, to get, you know, <laughs> to get to attend it as a performer was incredible. Um, and also I would say, you know, the festivals, Temp Shore Music Festival, Acoustic Roots in Cape Breton, my gosh, like they were just there's, they're just such feel good, um, feel good gigs. Like my gosh, I just, uh, we're, we're still on a high from those shows. I think it was, well, it was a wild summer. Coming out of COVID restrictions, I know, well, I'm, I'm a little biased because I'm one of the people, like I went to everything this year. Like yeah. I, I saw more bands this year in one week than I did in a year, usually any previous yeah. year. So, I mean, it was just insane. So it was good positive energy in most places like uh, i i found everyone was just maybe some people weren't the safest at certain points but uh, 
<laughs> everyone was having a good time anyway. And it was I think just exciting ready. to go. Yeah, there was, and the, crowd, the crowds were there, so that must have been nice for you guys. Oh, I'm assuming yeah. starting off, you must have been doing some smaller gigs with some pretty small crowds when there were still restrictions in place, oh. which most well, people was, were. The, there was one where we actually had to, we weren't allowed to sing together, but they still they still got us to come in to, to entertain, but we had to go up one at a time, which was fine, but just a little different, right? Because of COVID restrictions and there's two of you. Yeah. yeah. Wow, yeah, it was yeah. it was weird. It was so weird, but you know, we took the show. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do remember. I guess some bands where like like the frontmen would go out and do solo gigs. Yeah, I, I do yeah. remember some of that, but I never thought about like a duo. That but it seems, yeah. it seems so weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did you play your Hearts of Kin songs, but only sing one part? Like you guys harmonized no, and everything. I, I think we stuck to covers when we did that. Just because okay. yeah. we're really not used to singing our originals without each other. <laughs> well, it was it was cool because we played like I played covers that I never play with Danielle and vice versa. So it was really it was a good variety for us and it was yeah. it was a unique experience. But uh we were, different. we were glad to get back together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm it's sure. strange. Yeah. Strange times. And so with that said, what is a good place for people to be looking out for you just your your website if they want to catch you in a new performance or keep track of your new album or should they be following you on social media somewhere do you have a preference uh, yeah i would say we do have an official website heartsakin.com we usually post our live shows there but our social media like our facebook and our instagram we're pretty active there we tend to uh we tend to share our shows there you know do up some little posters and whatnot so yeah, definitely give us a like and share, follow us, see what we're up to. Facebook, Instagram. Yeah. And the show, I guess people can, like your folk country act, is, is that mm -hmm. fair to say? A lot of people don't so. like it when I throw the word country around. And, and you we, guys are even reacting a little bit to it too. It has a well, negative connotation for some reason. <laughs> I think it's almost a, a term that's been adapted kind of for us, you know, um, mm -hmm. everybody kind of sees us in different genres and we, I don't think we really put ourselves into any particular box, but sure. we certainly have some, some country influences. So I, I wouldn't argue that for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I mean, it's becoming very, very quickly in this region, especially the genres yeah. are, everybody's so... I'm going to see it happen with you guys too, as I'm saying that now, folk country. And then we're like, I'm going to end up going to see it. And we're like, oh, look, they're playing this and they're with that person. And <laughs> this sounds like Always. that. And yeah, yeah. It, nobody Always. sticks within their box properly. No, that's right. And why Every, should you? <laughs> no, it's, it's yeah. all about having a good time. So yeah. that's what it's really all about. Good music is good music. <laughs> right. And is there anything else that uh, you would recommend to our listeners that they should be looking out for coming up to Music Week? Like I, I did see the, your one showcase, but is there anything that you're looking forward to going to see maybe? Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, we we will be all over Music Week. We we are so excited to have Music Week being hosted in our hometown and as you can imagine, we have a ton of friends um, who will also be showcasing as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, we can't wait to take, and, and also this will be our first chance to take in the actual conference as well. So um, as you can imagine, as emerging artists, we're really hungry for the information. So uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're really excited just to kind of take it in our, our very first music week and why not in our hometown, right? 
Oh yeah, absolutely. And now selfishly, a little bit of that question for myself, I have an itinerary that I'm working on myself yeah. and I, I've not been to Sydney. Oh. So where outside of the standard Nova Scotia Music Week stuff, is there any like cool local restaurant or something I should check out or? Oh my gosh. Oh so gosh. There's, there is so many. Yeah, there's so many. I mean, down, like downtown Sydney. Oh, first of all, all of the, all of the pubs and restaurants that are hosting are, they're, they're pretty fantastic. Yeah. Um, but there's, there's definitely, yeah, there's lots, you know, for a small city, I'd say there's lots to choose from. Yeah. Yeah. And I was looking at the, the schedule for the festival and all the performances and stuff like that. There's like six to nine different little yes. venues. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it looks like there's a good diversity in the types yeah. of environment that you'll be in besides yeah, just the types absolutely. of music you're listening to. So it's, it's really absolutely. exciting for me. I, well, all I know is to get a picture with the big fiddle. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a must. That. Yeah. Big fiddle. That. And yeah. maybe eat a flavor on the water that's right behind it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There you go. See, that's <laughs> something I don't know. Yeah. There. <laughs> it's the big fiddle that withstood Hurricane Fiona. Ooh, <laughs> that's, that's impressive. Right. That's impressive. That's a tough fiddle right that. there. That's a tough fiddle. <laughs> That's a tough one. Yeah. So will you be making, I suppose, it's still a little too early for the new album. You don't have any uh, songs that you'll be releasing yet, but do you have any like plans to support that through, like will it be the winter when you're releasing new stuff? I'd say all, all winter. <laughs> all winter. We're, we're, we're going to pick out one song at a, at a time. So mm -hmm. uh, one single at a time. We almost have one ready to go here now. And uh yeah, we'll just be picking away through 2023. Uh, hopefully, yeah. hopefully get a, a few out, you know, maybe some yeah. videos. This is the winter for people to save up a little bit of money for the spring because you're probably like the third or fourth artist that I know that's working on a project through the winter. Mm -hmm. okay. and again. Okay. I, I think that's another accident from the COVID lockdowns is that we're accidentally coming up with a schedule of you heads down through the winter. Yeah, and then go have your fun in the summer. Yeah. So right. for bands, it makes sense to be writing and recording all winter. Oh and yeah. In the summer, you Absolutely. have easier for you to be traveling logistically too. So I mean, yeah, it that's definitely our, seems yeah. to be the pattern. That's our plan for sure. And you know, we play, we haven't finalized our final set um, for our precious thirty minute showcase for for Music Week, but we'll definitely be highlighting a lot of those tunes that you're going to hear on the upcoming album. So awesome. good place, good place to check it out. Yeah, no, that's uh, one thing. I haven't uh, been to many of the Music Week things historically, uh, but I w last year my biggest thing was it was nice to hear the new songs that were being developed. And then through the year, like I had the recognition, like, oh, yeah, that's so-and-so that I saw back then. So, yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's one fun. of the best things. Yeah, so absolutely. before Hearts of Kin, did you guys, you obviously could play. And as sisters... You obviously lived together at one point. Did you play back then? We we played kitchen, kind of just very low key kitchen parties. You know, sure. we've always sang together. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, we kind of just uh, did a casual kitchen party type of thing whenever we were together. And aside from that, I, I gigged a solo a little bit when I was in PEI, not a whole lot, maybe for a year or so before we moved home. But yeah, it's it's always better to sing with with my sister. And your solo, you would have been going by. Danielle McDonald or yeah yeah okay your yeah, name sounded familiar I couldn't remember yeah. I couldn't remember why but your name sounded familiar maybe that's 
Maybe, Maybe, yeah. I've done a few solo gigs around here when when our sister's not available, but for the most part, it's the two of us. Oh, the, and for yourself, Shelley, then did you do any solo stuff like previous not to a, her t- Not a lick, not a lick. It was, <laughs> I, I always say that it was Danielle, you know, like we, like we said, we, we learned how to play guitar and we've been singing since we were teenagers. And, uh, but, you know, when she started to kind of take it a little more seriously and kind of gig independently, then she was just like, you should, like, we should be doing this together. And I was like, yeah, I do. I do love the, sa- the sounds of that. But it was tough because we actually formed the Hearts of Kin band when Danielle still lived in PEI. So when she would come home for like, you know, vacation, holidays, Christmas, we would, we would know a few weeks in advance, we'd, we'd book a show, right? And she'd come home, we would book the show. And we had so much fun, but it was so frustrating because it was, it was so fun. We wanted to do it, but it's like we were so limited to whenever she was home. So, uh, you know, once the pandemic hit, it got harder. And then she moved home and it got easier. And here we are. So, but it was, I always say it was, you know, Hearts of Kin was Danielle's brainchild. And I just kind of, I'm just, I always make the joke. I'm just kind of, you know, flying along on her coattails and having the time of my life. I love it's, it. a, it's a great name too. Like, I mean, we probably say that to a lot of the people that have been on the show, but it's, it sounds like, some, I, like I'm just kind of surprised it was available. So, you know what? Tell them, we yeah. were too. We, we had to. We ha- well. We appreciate a good band name, right? And for yeah. us, it was just. It's, we wanted it to have meaning. Hearts of Kin. Like we're both married with different last names, but we all will always have the same. You know, Kinheart. Um, actually, I think Kinheart. We might have looked up was, first, which was taken. We were like, "What are Hearts of Kin?" Yeah, and that one was wide open, so we scooped it up. That's a little known. So yeah, Kin Kinheart was choice number one, and then Hearts of Kin was. And, but now I I couldn't imagine it being. I know I couldn't either. It's it hard to think. Yeah, it hard just it it sticks right in there. Like yeah, I, like I said, I I have complimented people on their band names before, but with Hearts of Kin, like I said, I I instantly I was like, that's a band that's been around for a while. I'm sure. Oh, and then no, I'm listening right. to you. I'm like, no, no, they're saying they're new. Like, <laughs> we are. I think yeah. we're definitely new, but but it is very brandish. I think because it's like you hear Hearts of Kin. And then as soon as you see a picture of us, oh, they're sisters and okay, I get it. Right. So it makes sense to people. So yeah. I think it's kind of relatable. So yeah. Well suited. Yeah. Yeah. We think so. We think so. Yeah. Excellent. Well, um, I don't know if there's anything else that, uh, like I said, you're still working on some new stuff. I expect in the spring, you're going to have some dates and stuff to announce if anybody wants to see us. So feel free to reach out to us if you want us to plug any of that for you. Yeah, we will for sure. We appreciate that. Yeah, so I think the Saturday, 11.15, I have to see uh, where I am that night, but for any of the listeners looking for something to do in the Sydney area in November, there will be a packed house, I'm sure. We hope. The whole weekend's going to be a little crazy, I'm sure, because last year we still had restrictions. This year it's a different story. Right. Um, People are people are loving the fact that they can get together and enjoy music in uh, such a yeah it's it's amazing and long overdue. It is. Yeah. One more thing I will ask from you guys as we're uh, leaving this episode, we'll play out with one of your songs. Is yeah. there a particular oh, song? What would you like us to play out to for the listeners to hear? What do you think, Sissy? I'd say either. Uh, throw well, it yeah, throwaway throwaway world is our first music baby. You know. And I think it's, yeah, I'd love to hear you. I'd love to hear that song. And, and you know what? I always say to Sissy, I'm like, you know what? I never get sick of it. I never get sick I know. of playing it. I never get sick. I do love that song. <laughs> awesome. 
Well, uh, for our listeners, uh, you'll be listening to Throwaway World as we close out here today. And I'd like to thank uh, Shelly and Danielle for joining us today here, uh, Hearts of Kin. Be sure to check them out at Music Week and uh, keep an eye on their website and their socials to new material and new dates. All right. Thanks again. Thank you so much. Thanks, Darcy. Have a great day. Have a great one. Bye. Good little girl, lock your heart up tight with your Sunday.